Hey, this is Rob Bass. Pour yourself a drink. Take off your pants. It's time for GeekCast Live. It's a trap! Don't worry, Lindo might be a drop there. <laughs> to episode 309 of the GeekCast Live podcast, I'm your host, GCR, and this is my NPR voice. Rob Bass. Conspiracy theories. And Cartoon Joe. We should do a we should do a whole episode as if we're Fred Armisen characters from Portlandia. Oh my oh, god. Man. I love that. I don't know what that what that means, but I'll participate. Have you I'm, never Portlandiaed? Put a bird on it. I'm Bryce no, Shivers. I, I have not. I can only it's, take Fred Armisen in certain doses. Oh, this is what it oh, would be way is, too much. But you would over. <laughs> but it's so good. This is an overdose. <laughs> yep. Yes. Like what's that? What's that shit they give people? Is it Narcan? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Keep keep a lot of that nearby. <laughs> is is that the one that kickstarts your heart, like yeah. fiction, or is it a yes? Thinks that you'll be it's 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 Fred Armisen, uh, as Fred Armisen. <laughs> yeah, it's Fred Armisen <laughs> and starring Fred, Fred Armisen. Armisen as himself and Carrie Brownstein, who is unbelievably funny. <laughs> yes, oh, and they oh have God. so many high quality comedian guests on all the time. <laughs> It is a like skit comedy show. Oh yeah, yeah Kyle McLaughlin as the mayor satire. of Portland is amazing. Oh, it's so good. I love him bouncing on the exercise ball to get places. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, inspired. Is this a David Lynch vehicle? No. It might as well. No, it be. may as well, well be though. Yeah. It's a David Lynch nightmare, I think. <laughs> it's it's Jeez. David Lynch, like at Portland, Oregon, it's, as told by David Lynch. Right. He's he's the uh Oh, I lost it. Never mind. <laughs> that, How? Yep. How? Well done. <laughs> two, two words. I couldn't. Candidates. I couldn't remember the name of the uh, uh, the Hindu god I wanted to reference. Vishnu. Uh, Vishnu. Yeah. It probably was Vishnu. Yeah, he's the. It's the dream of David Lynch's Vishnu. <laughs> sure. To make. Hold on, I gotta. When he when he wakes up, find out that Armisen disappears. <laughs> Is that that's too many David Lynches in one season for us? Is it? I just called Madeline Albright and Margaret Thatcher twice. Do I feel bad about that? No. Yes. And of course, Joe would not think so. That's a natural transition. I've been wanting that's to say... That's the ultimate Joe Fasia. That's, that's I've been wanting to call Fred Armisen Evan Baker Lang for like three minutes, <laughs> and I don't know why. I wish I got that joke. It sounds ticklish. I love... I love that it, you you gender you transpose the gender and made it Evan Baker Lane. Yeah, well he would. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Not Evelyn. And in my third year of law school, I had an abortion. <laughs> right. Wow. <laughs> would you would you uh would you would you uh would you would you would you would you uh would you like some water while I regroup? <laughs> that's a, that's an that is that that right there. That that was that was really good, Fred Armisen. You just did. <laughs> Thank you. God, I couldn't. I don't think I'd last twelve minutes of that. What's your? I I think was it? I think it's season four. Opens up with them in the police station, and they they're the podcasters. <laughs> and and he's got like a banjo, and he play he like plucks like two strings, and he says like, uh, "In the woods of Georgia, no one knows when you're safe." <laughs> and they're like banjo, 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 and then she says, "They say their 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 names." God damn it! Is it funny? Oh yeah. Oh. <laughs> and the rest of the cops What's, are like, "Is it What's? just all skit, or is there a premise to it?" There's there's kind of a loose wave of theme per episode, and it's it'll it'll the episode will be comprised of like <laughs> it'll be comprised of like four or five different bits and gags that they're that they're running with different characters that they play. And sometimes they interact with each other, but loosely. And sometimes they directly they're with each other. I mean, like the one where the feminist 
camping trip goes and use their they 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 pray to the moon to stop the f- the flood. I think I've missed that one, but oh my god, oh, they become moon, they become moon warriors uh-huh. and they <laughs> they lock arms they lock arms in the river and they chant to Mother Moon to stop the flood and. <laughs> Coincidentally, by doing that, they save another set of Fred and Carrie characters who have been shanghaied by river pirates. <laughs> it's, wow. It's fucking great. It's legendary. There's a, po- oh. a, po- there's a uh, post-apocalyptic one, too, where like they're waiting in line too long for uh, like a bistro. You seen that one? Huh. No. I, I'm sure I have. Oh, my God. Oh. God, I love the uh, whose dog is this? Excuse me, sir. Is this your dog? <laughs> no one eats. <laughs> we need to find out whose dog this is. Oh, God damn it. And then, Nick, and then they go and uh, now nah, I'm not going to give you the punchline. Nick, if I curated it. like three or four of my favorite Portlandia clips and sent them to you, would you give that a go? Sure. Okay. I wish That's I had said that such a high pitch. Sure. Yeah. Put sure, a bird on sure. it is one of them. <laughs> put, a put a bird you got a, on it. You got a boring bag? Put a bird, put bird on, on it. it. Put a bird on it. I got a bird in this hat. Hey, there's a bird in this store. <laughs> you got a bird? Put a bird on it. <laughs> Just put a bird on it. <laughs> I'm Bryce Shivers. I also love the, the Portland Milk Council. <laughs> oh, my God. I forgot about that. <laughs> Cow milk is out. The Portland Milk Council suggests crow milk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Weird. Fred Armisen. It is weird. How is everybody? We skipped that part. We went right into a weird Portlandia thing. Doing wonderful. I'm better now. <sighs> Got my ab workout for the day. Yeah, I'm great. We, uh, uh, I'm doing better. Um, the, the death of Fred Willard has struck me hard. Yeah. Rip. That was a rough week. That was a um, one. Jerry Stiller was, that's uh, a bummer, but it, it, I didn't lose sleep. Over Jerry, Jerry, Jerry Stiller is one of those guys who for the last three or four years I've gone, is Jerry Stiller still alive? Right. I hear that. You know, so like it didn't hurt me that bad, but I mean, still, we, uh, still lost for the world. I'm not trying to make light of it. I spent Saturday watching like Fred Willard. Like my favorite Fred Willard clips, mm-hmm. I and I pulled up that that scene from the Netflix show. I think mm-hmm. you should leave now, mm-hmm. where he plays like the Calliope <laughs> at a funeral, and you want to talk about an ab workout. <laughs> I don't think there's a funnier clip. No, I don't think so either. Un- yeah, he, he had a gift. Fucking keep real. playing. Uh, the thanks all mine parson (laughs) (laughs) when he says uh, this is a somber one so it's okay to bow your head it's called he cometh from on high it's about a baby duck who gets his head stuck in a stewed tomato (laughs) (laughs) you love love that bit oh fuck it's brilliant I love it fucking brilliant that and then we watched uh we had just Natalie and I just finished the last season of New Girl. For some reason, I don't know when it, we just stopped watching it on TV. Like, did they change the time or something? I don't know. Oh, I have no idea. Well, Maybe. it's on. It's on Netflix, and we never saw the final season. So we we over the last like three nights we binge watched it. And in the third to last episode, uh, Nick gets like a limousine or like a like a cab. And he jumps in the cab driver for no reason is Fred Willard. <laughs> and I That's my favorite Fred Willard bit. What like, show? Uh, New Girl. Oh. And he, uh, he's, the dri- he's the driver of the fucking car. And Nick's uh, in the back seat. And Fred says, would you like some music? And Nick <laughs> says, yeah, I think that'll be fine. And it's, he reaches down. It looks like he's working the knobs on the radio. Well, nothing happens. And then all of a sudden he says... Hot cross buns, hot cross buns. <laughs> Get them while they're hot. They're better when they're not. It's just he starts singing hot cross buns. And the concept, the, the concept of a joke 
where you ask if somebody would like to listen to music, they say yes, and then you start to sing Hot Cross Buns <laughs> is the most Fred Willard of Fred Willards I've ever, I could ever imagine. And I about, mm-hmm. yeah, I thought I said Fred Willard too many times, though. There. You did. The it homage just, is over. It, uh, he, had a good, he had a good run. He had a good run. That was, uh, that was, a, sad, that was a sad thing to hear. So our, our, uh, our condolences, Parson. Indeed. Indeed. That's well said. Well memorialized. Um, Good Lord. Hey, if you ever want to silence your phone by uh, uh, putting it somewhere so that you can't hear it on the microphone, don't set it on top of a stack of pencils. (laughs) Duly noted. Okay. I don't know if you guys heard that, but I heard it through my headphones. No, we didn't. I didn't hear anything. Uh, that's hilarious i got this uh unopened package of ticonderoga pencils uh number two pencils uh the best ticonderoga standardized pencils. test of some sort joe loves scantron art mm-hmm. i do love scantron art i like to make boobs <laughs> okay did we right. did we get our, our cutaway audio art stuff set up ryan do we can we bit that uh-huh. in the archives yeah yeah, yeah, that's going to be an effective drop for years to come. I like to make boobs. <laughs> <laughs> so true of us all. Uh, boy, oh boy. That's awesome. It's also our third entry onto the possible show title list. Just so everybody knows. Uh, boy, we've, had a big, we've had a really big week of, of geek news this week to talk about in the second half of the show, by the way. Kind of excited about it. You and me both. So I'd like cool. to get the, I'd like to get some takes from Nick when we get there. Remind me, I have a couple. I want some uh, hot routes, hot takes. Hey Ryan, um, you wanted to get some hot takes on <laughs> topics. Oh, you wanted to do it like now. I, I just I inferred from your oh. emphasis. Well, I was going to wait to the second half of the show, I and mean, we haven't even put Aren't the we plugs there yet? in yet. Oh, should we put the plugs feels, in? Feels like we've been here for an hour. Plugs, 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 plugs. Plugs. Whatever. Hey, Nick. Do you like coffee? Hey, Rob. I love coffee. Fantastic. Boy, do I have a coffee for you. Boy, howdy. It's Player One Coffee. Coffee Fuck by those gamers. guys. <laughs> oh. They've got my address. Still waiting on my gift box. But tell the tell the listeners all about them. Well, it's coffee by gamers for gamers, and you should check them out. They've got all sorts of fantastic brews, such as Leroy Jenkins and other brews. Mm-hmm. So go on over to playeronecoffee.com and use our discount code GeekCastLive. If you order the dark and nasty, maybe they'll actually send us a grinder. Boy, howdy. Hey, Rob, you want to talk about our good buddies over at waywardraven.com? ASAP and Alex? I'd love to. Those are the same My person. ASAP and Mark. <laughs> <laughs> also great people. Split personalities, multiple personalities. Either way. It's our go-to spot for cool gear, novelties, uh, signet horsemen. Exactly, mm-hmm. all manner of horsemen. At least four of them. Uh, original projects, very cool stuff. Um, longtime friends and supporters of this show, we love their work, and you can find them and their quality products at waywardraven.com, and you can use our special. Discount code, Rob. What is it? It's Neckbeard. It is Neckbeard. Go there and you can receive a certain amount of money off your purchase. Check them out today. Right now. Like now. Fucking go. We'll wait. We won't. Yeah, no. Wayward Wayward Raven with a V dot com. Neckbeard. Discount code. Discount code. Neckbeard. Holla. So lots of geek news. What's your favorite? Wow. Sorry, the top. Uh, I don't know if it's Get a favorite. Okay. Um, 
Uh, we'll, Cross them we'll up. Sa- we'll, we'll save the major discussion for later. Let's go here. Um, so HB- HBO Max, I believe, is going live on May 29th. Mm-hmm. I, think that, I think that date sounds right. Um, from what I've seen, and I could be wrong, it's like twelve ninety nine, and you get uh, unfettered streaming access to whatever's on HBO Max. Part of that is the entirety of the DC library. Um, Damn. Most importantly, the animated DC stuff, which is really cool. Like if, if you haven't seen like The Killing Joke or um, Flashpoint like, Paradox. Or some of the only it, DC stuff worth watching. How much, how much money is HBO giving each person to, it's to have 12, access to that? $12.99 monthly. They're paying. They're going to pay me twelve ninety nine. Well, it no. was going to be fifteen ninety nine until they got the animated stuff. Well, HBO. If you get HBO now through like Directv, it's eleven bucks. It's eleven ninety nine. So it's one dollar more. You're, you're just, just you're just drunken stampeding over my joke. So it's fine. Carry on. Oh, <laughs> you clearly think that there's value in the DC. Oh, the DC animated. Book. So you, the, the you animated right stuff is absolutely worth it. Yeah, the animated stuff is good, but it's really good. They're really tough. But most importantly, the the big news about it is, um, the Snyder Cut will be coming to HBO Max. (laughs) I've been meaning to ask you for probably two months. Uh, what does that mean? So, Zack Snyder had a, a vision and a concept for uh Justice League. Okay. And supposedly, principal photography had ended. He was in the point of the movie where they were doing a lot of the CGI stuff. And the, the heads up at Warner Brothers didn't like the direction it was going. And they were trying to figure out a way to get rid of Zack Snyder. It's gonna, so they caught his daughter to kill herself? Well, I was getting ready to say, so conveniently. <laughs> well, listen, I was getting ready to say conveniently, but that's the wrong way to say it. Zack Snyder's daughter committed suicide, and Zack Snyder seem asked awfully convenient now. He asked for a leave of absence from, like, hey, can we like bench this for a couple months while I grieve over the death of my daughter? And in the process of that, they sacked him from being the runner of DC at Warner Brothers. Jesus, and strong, cool. strong move. Warner that story Brothers. is you darker than business. I thought it was going to be. They What's took the DC? out it's the DC universe. Yeah, they, well, it's got to be gritty they, to be realistic. Get exactly what they uh, the ultimate reaping. The, so they the took the out dead eyes, the his, thousand yard stare, and the kid punching. They took out a bunch of his stuff, and then called in like Joss Whedon and a bunch of other script doctors to inject their own stuff into the movie. And then that's when it got to the where like they had they had a release date. And so they rushed some things and then rather than like they went to pay Henry Cavill to shave his mustache and then they had the CGI, a fake lip, and there was all that other bullshit that happened. But Zack Snyder has a finished movie with like 70% of the CGI done. And Warner Brothers has forever said that they're not going to release it. Well, there's like a big fucking there's like. There's way too many edgelords in the world who right. are like constantly like hashtag like release the Snyder cut. Yeah, so in between having meltdowns at a McDonald's because they don't have Szechuan sauce. Right. And so now we have we have the Snyder cut coming to HBO Max. So we're gonna get to see what Justice League was before uh the people at Warner Brothers wanted to change it and bring Joss Whedon in and try to if make it. If you're Warner Brothers, why are would they you, if you're Warner Brothers, why would you pull your pants down and and show your tiny penis like that money probably i think the tiny penis is the answer being kind of serious why would you i think i I think it fantastic (laughs) baller (laughs) i think so are we that's funny the uh i don't know it's i mean i've is the uh, is the CGI? Did they finish the CGI, or is it going to be like? No, it's going to be released with like seventy percent of the CGI done. Uh, okay, so you're gonna get you'll see like the dudes in mocap suits and stuff. Yeah, yeah, you'll see the like half finished Hulk. Right. Oh, there are worse What's... things. I mean, so I've been I've been watching a lot of the released uh, Avengers Endgame scenes, and you yeah. know what I'm 
just most excited about though. Wait, wait. Is, go, sorry, go back, Joe. What'd you just say? Oh, there've been a lot of the uh, the Avengers Endgame deleted scenes have been released now. Mm-hmm. Where? And if you go back and watch them, they they they're didn't finish Disney the CGI because they're expensive. So you get they're like on Disney Plus. There's a lot of them on Disney Plus. There's also yeah. just on the DVD themselves, and then just YouTube. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you can see like Hulk, but in like uh, I don't know what what would you say it's 1997's Beast Wars. Yes, it's, it's CGI, Mark Ruffalo, but he's wearing right. like a. Oh, you're not talking about you're talking about the extra clip where he like saves a satellite dish full of kids. Yeah, shit. yeah, 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 yeah. The one where he he meets uh, he meets uh, children. What's her face? The the previous sorcerer uh, supreme, and uh, she's like sipping a margarita or whatever. Yes. Yeah. The ancient one. Interesting. The ancient one. Thank you, Uma Thurman. Whatever her name is. No. Oh. No. no. Not at all. Tremend- it was. No, no. I mean, it's, it's like it. I'm no, golf no. clapping. Ryan, go with it. I, I'll let it go. I thought you guys awesome. would like that. It was awesome. Thank you. <laughs> it was awesome. The best part about it is you said Uma Thurman with your mouth. Your brain, your brain wanted you to say Ethan Hawke so bad that <laughs> the fucking, the gymnastics your fucking synapses had to fucking do to make sure you said Uma Thurman is... <laughs> You could fuck. You could fire up a Tesla with it. <laughs> proud of you. Very proud. I mean, I really am. <laughs> Might be your crowning achievement in fucking seven episodes, seven seasons I'll, of this show. I'll take it. <laughs> Man, <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> anyway, the Snyder Cut's coming out. Will it be better? Probably. Will it be good? Probably not. It's. I'm just ready for it to be. Over with. Over. Yeah, can we stop talking? It'd be great we to just, stop talking about. It. We can stop talking. I love. About it. I love how anticlimactic it's going to be. <laughs> I know. Yes. The only really thing that I, cool thing I can think of is that uh, Martian Manhunter is in the Snyder Cut, and What's Green, La- and Green Lan- Green Lanterns in the Snyder Cut. Uh, and in so, what, in what a shape-changing capacity? Martian who does superhero shit. In is it what capacity in the film? Um, I don't care. Okay, I generally just, don't care. Okay. Forget I said anything. Is it Ryan Reynolds' Green Lantern, or is it? A no, it's it's, Green it's a different Green Lantern, and oh. um, like he actually has like a there's a there's like a role in the film for Green Lantern. Not like he doesn't like participate the whole time. Yeah, but he's he's in the movie. I mean, the original concept was it was unite the seven. That was the whole tagline for Justice League. And then all of a sudden there were there were only five heroes. Right. So there were two heroes that just they they were marketed for, but then never even even alluded to. If you're Warner Brothers, how do you how do you. Carefully do it. So, yep. Mm -hmm. Who who holds the snake straight so you can bang it? How does that work? <laughs> well, what, first answer is critter. Second answer. Fair. Fucking great answer. I don't know what you're actually at. Like, are you asking how does Warner Brothers fucking bungle the whole thing from start to finish That's so much? It. That's it. Well, they've been cooped up in that water tower for so long. They just have, they have a fucking unbelievable ability to not step on their own dick. I, I mean... I just they they just straight up don't get it. Actually, I don't even think there's actually a uh, a great analysis um, on YouTube uh, from the Cosmonaut Hour. Um, he does a whole breakdown on, on DC movies, and like I got done, it's like three and a half minutes. I got done watching. I was like, "Yep, I, I that's the most well thought out reason why they aren't good." And I wish I had actual content for you to tell you right now other than i'll just post the video but uh i i think they just don't what's what's the famous joke between kevin smith and tim burton uh kevin smith was interviewing tim burton and he said something about a part of his movie reminded him of a comic book that he wrote and tim burton said i don't read comic books and kevin smith said well that would explain batman (laughs) yes wow The, exactly the, the, the people who do DC don't really care about the source material. Like, 
if you were to Google like the most famous Batman comics, you're going to get the same. It's like the same four comics. It's uh, Batman. Yeah. It's like year one, the killing joke. Um, what's the one, the fucking one about Halloween? Mm. Anyway, it's like those, those four books. Um, every Batman movie is that director's version of those four books. So when they say, yeah, we, we love the material, well, you just Googled the most famous storylines and then tried to loosely adapt the, the, some form of those storylines where Marvel takes the essence of what Captain America is and doesn't directly try to just rip that famous Cap, comic like, book. Right. They're going to evolve Cap and make Cap like work a character for film. With, with actual character development, yada, yada, yada. They actually maybe read like the 12th, 13th and 14th most famous stories. Right. So that's what the, basically what his, the gist of why DC and Warner brothers can't figure it out. They just don't care about the source material too much. They just suck. Like I'm watching fucking Aquaman's on my TV right now. Gross. It's not not a good movie. you, You offend me. No, I only watch bad movies when I'm on with you guys. It's something about Oh, okay. It. I oh, yeah. watched that There's... one Gerard Butler climate change movie now a hundred times. <laughs> is it the day after tomorrow or is it the other truth? one? No, it's the other one. It's uh it's not day after tomorrow. That's with uh Randy Quaid. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh um, Cloverfield. An inconvenient truth. It's not <laughs> that might be it. I think that's it. That one Al Gore and Oscar, which is weird. But I don't remember what the name of the movie is. Anyway, I don't either. Aquaman. It should have. I mean, it. it all it, the pieces were there. It was all there, man. <laughs> you had all the pieces. <laughs> it's like they emptied the puzzle box and said, "Like, wow, there is there, there's 300 pieces here for this 300 piece puzzle." And then they just uh, never decided to put it together. Yeah, they just left it there, right there on the table. Aquaman is terrible, though. It's unwatchable. It, uh, but hey, Jason Momoa's on the box. So, I, I we've talked about this before. I'll say it again. It's not Momoa's fault. No, I don't blame him. I like. No, him. Nor do I think it was uh, Henry Cavill's or Gal Gadot's or Ben Affleck's fault. No, no. Or the that guy who played Cyborg. maybe for Ben Affleck. It might have been the guy who played Cyborg's fault. It, it might have. It was just horrible. It was horrible writing and it forced it forced the actors to play the characters like if Batman's using a gun, you don't understand the character. Right. That's it's a good way to put it. Hmm. Not Cold my route. Hot route. Hmm. Big Star Ta-da. Wars news. Big oh. Star Wars news. Lots Dude, of hell. Uh, Rob, you could you lead us through it as a guy who uh, knows more about what? Because um, Starbuck was cast to play someone. I don't know her name. I've never seen the Clone Wars, but I know who she is. You should definitely watch more of the Clone Wars. Uh, I know. I know. So starting with Starbuck. Um, why is why is why is a coffee company getting involved in fucking Lucasfilm? Uh, no, Battlestar Galactica. Money. Oh. Oh. Yes. Proceed. Dolph Lundgren is in this. I mean... Yeah. Really? Um, anyway, Starbuck is going to Are be Are you playing... watching Dungeon Siege 2 again? Yeah. <laughs> Are you not? Hmm? Ocean Siege. Ocean oh. <laughs> I would say oh, for our, uh, our next weekend. Guys weekend. Ocean Siege. Gross. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, Starbuck is in uh, yeah, in season so, two. She is playing. Uh, she's going to be playing Bo-Katan, oh, uh, who is um, the current or at least uh, most recent Mandalore for the Mandalorians. Um, her sister was the previous ruler of Mandalore and all sorts of awful shit happened. Um, which ended up leaving Bo-Katan in charge. Uh, she was also the last person that had the dark saber, that thing that Moff Gideon had at the end of. So that uh, that's where she's going to play into this most right. likely. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's my thought as well. 
Um, and she is an excellent choice to play. Um, Looks like her. Well, she voices yeah. her too, I think. Yeah. Does she really? I don't know. If she. I she, thought I saw that. Might be right, but. I I'm thought I saw sure. one other article saying reprising the role. Um, huh. I didn't, I didn't see that, but I think it's cool if it's, if it's true. I'm going to look it up. You keep talking. Um, we got Timothy Oliphant. Who's going to be in season two? Yeah. Oh, okay. Here you go. I'm going to send you guys the uh, the thing. But yeah, uh, Bo-Katan in Shattered, The Phantom Apprentice, Old Friends Not Forgotten, Together Again, Dangerous Debt, and Show All Nine Episodes. Oh, no shit. Well, that's pretty cool. Agreed. Can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear okay. me? I can I hear gotcha. you. Did, did we lose Rob? Is that who we lost? I think so. He said his internet's been wonky. It's his turn to socially protest. <laughs> Hello, my baby. Hello, my darling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we lost Rob right in the middle of a star. You know, he loves Star Wars. We talk about Star Wars very little. And we, we're going to break down season two of The Mandalorian and who we think the new characters are going to be playing that don't have names. And uh, he drops off the call. Yeah. It seems appropriate. Rob. It seems appropriate. I'm watching some Barry Sanders highlights. Yeah, he uh, yeah, well, he was pretty good, huh? He got a lot of dudes cut. Yeah. And fired. We were watching and, the and uh make them look dumb. We watched uh a compilation of people who um celebrated too early. Like in sports. Okay. Okay. And there's a, there's a football one where the guy, it's one of those where he, uh, he's returning like a punt or returning a, a pick six. And he, he is, he lets the ball out of his hand at the one yard line. So he doesn't actually score a touchdown. Who, who does this? It's just, it, there's like four or five of them. Okay. It, a lot of college. There's one guy oh, in college. Yeah. There's one college guy who returns a 106 yard um, kickoff return, and he gets to about the 13 yard line, and he turns around and starts running backwards. And one dude just never stops hustling and tackles him uh, down at the one. Ooh. And it, you know, I don't know the outcome of that, but if you were his coach, would he play at all the rest of the game? Uh, game, no. Season, yes. I think I'd cut him. From the team? Well, they said it was pull, college. I, it was college. It was college. I'd pull a scholarship. Brutal. Yeah, I, well, that's the most bullshit bonehead thing I've ever seen. It's pretty, Fair. pretty bad. He, running backwards. Dumbass. Should have seen that tackle coming. <laughs> you think he would have. He was looking, he was fucking looking at it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. Uh, What was the other big news? Oh, John Oliver is now the sole sponsor of Marbula One. Yellow's Marble League. It's very cool. Um, I don't know if you watched uh, the race in Seoul, South Korea. But uh, it was it was one hell of a it was one hell of a one hell of a thing. Was it actually in Seoul? Are they? Are, do I they just don't have different... think so. I okay. think they just. I I don't they just know. put it in the the bottom third of the frame and. I yeah I doubt that they because they gotcha. were in like Paris week one, it is still just the marble races after all. Gotcha. Well, I just I didn't know if there were like uh like groups of people who have the same sets of marbles and marble tracks who live in different places and record the races. And then one guy just does all the color commentary. Oh, I don't know. That's uh, I actually have no idea how the organization ran. Yeah, me runs. either. That's fascinating. I was thinking I, I didn't, you know, I don't know if there's going to start being like uh, other marble leagues, right? Like the, and like the NBA and the ABA. And then suddenly they're going to come together as one or, and that's the other thing. I don't know. 
when I first started watching them, there was like the Green Ducks were a race team. Right. Now it's like uh, Mercedes, BMW, uh, Andretti Racing, Jaguar. Oh. It's weird. They've got like, like, like sponsors. The, the Andretti family owns a marble racing team. That's really? Yeah. Very strange. Isn't it? And now I, I need, like, I don't know. Are there actual, I would think it'd be like stock car racing. All the marbles most likely have to weigh the same and be the same diameter and the same, right? I mean, you'd, they, think. you'd, you'd think there's like some uniformity in it. So it's truly just how the ball bounces. There's no, I mean, there's nothing to it. And so what does that cost to sponsor that? Like you wouldn't think it would cost that much. Uh, that's that's what I'm getting at. That's what, I don't know. Why wouldn't you start your own marble league? Is what I'm getting at, really. Right, right. Yeah, because you can you can buy like a pound of marbles for like ten dollars. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure I could create the uh, the rural Indiana marble league and just see if like the IGA wants to sponsor a marble team. Right. I mean, you could just, you could, even if you did it like over the course of a 4th of July weekend for charity. Absolutely. Like, you know how dodgeball, like after the movie dodgeball came out, like everybody was playing dodgeball. Oh yeah. Why is, is marbles the next that? It might be. No, (laughs) Nick with a, just a (laughs) a real, like a real quick. No. Hmm. Well, he's no. always been a fan of fingerboards. <laughs> no, you jabroni. <laughs> no jabronis required. Just being, keeping it short, concise. Hold on, I got. I'm trying to write down. No jabronis required. <laughs> okay, <laughs> there we go. Perfect. Well, while Rob's away, I'm gonna I'm gonna piss on nonsense dreams. No jabronis required. We got the. We, I only have five. There's only really five that I have uh, written on there for the show really? titles. Yeah. Well, we're. Yeah, I, only, we're I only got five. It's been a slow night. We came out of the gate hard before the uh, show started. We yeah. really did. There was a lot of inside jokes there, though. I don't know if they would have got. Well, I don't know where you podcast, but. Inside. That's yeah. true. Inside baseball in lieu of sports. Hey, there we go. Now recording. Oh, what happened to you, friend? (laughs) You said earlier your internet was poor. Uh, Yes, that is exactly what it is. My internet is super poor right now. I thought Um, you had like, I thought you had like internet that could popcorn. Yes, that can microwave whatever yes um anyway uh i'm pretty sure that there is some construction that is going on um way uptown um that is near one of the big like cable conduits for uh metronet apparently metronet like all around the lafayette west lafayette and like even a lot of the um midwest being like indianapolis and chicago is down right now really yeah so super Wild. duper awesome stuff. Very cool. Well, when you uh, cool when you dropped off the call, it was very. Um, I don't think anybody knew what happened. I thought I could. I thought I dropped off the call when you dropped off the call, which was it weird. Was, it was sudden for me as well. Very strange. So, what other Star Wars news is there? Well, Timothy Oliphant is in the mm-hmm. show. And we uh, don't we don't know it. Do we know as who? As who? Uh, I don't what? believe that there's been any confirmation for who he's actually going to be playing thus far. So I don't know what a Timothy Oliphant is. Um, you you do. You, yeah, say so you do. Uh, he, he was played, in the show Justified. He was in uh, um, hmm. Gone in sixty seconds. Oh, okay. If, if that helps you at all, I don't know why that helped me, but it did. I think in your head you're thinking of Giovanni Ribisi, but we're gonna we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> no, I've got his, I got his uh, his Wikipedia pulled up. His face, he's got one of those faces. He does. I think I my eyes. I think he's playing Dengar. 
That's what I think. Uh, that's what I think we're going with there. That'd be interesting. I'd like to see Dengar and a live action role. Only because him and Boba have a, uh, I mean, they have a history together, and we know that mm-hmm. Boba Fett is in uh, season two. Mm-hmm. I hope possibly played by Tom, uh, Tamara Morrison. Mm-hmm. Play Django and the clones in the, uh, in the prequels, which I think would be very cool. To see like an old Boba Fett played by the old Boba guy who played Django right. Fett, right? What role is he? I mean, what, did he play any role in the the Clone Wars? He voiced, I think, uh, all the clones. No, uh, well, no, I'm talking the, just the TV show. Like, I'm I'm talking Boba Fett himself. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There were there were a couple of uh, arcs that followed Boba Fett. Um, there was one arc where he actually uh, infiltrated a clone cadet program and uh, tried to assassinate Mace Windu. Fantastic. Yeah, no, it was a very, very awesome story. Um, but yeah, Boba Fett shows up uh, a handful of times and you see him kind of like uh, cutting his teeth and like learning the ropes of being a bounty hunter. And um uh, you get to see a lot of the, the, the famous bounty hunters from that era uh, hang around with him, like Aura Singh and Bosk and Dengar and a handful of other ones. Um, so definitely very cool. He, he, makes a, he makes a couple of good appearances. So do you think they'll pull from any of that? Um, m- maybe. I think most of the stuff that they had covered in the Clone Wars will probably be stuff that, like, it- it'll be backstory at-, at best if they reference it at all. Um, I think that... I think that with bringing Boba back, um, it'd be interesting because in the the old canon, um, the extended universe, uh, Boba Fett ended up becoming like the inheritor for the the Mandalore title, and um, I don't think that that was necessarily. I think the only reason they did that was because he was like the most famous Mandalorian at the time, and it just seemed like a good marketing play. Um, well, it's also a good think, recompense for a thousand years in the belly of a Sarlacc. Right, exactly. Um, I think that they'll have him play a less... Um, I think that he'll be involved in the, the, the Mandalorian culture um, and probably be doing something with Death Watch at that time. Um, but I don't think that he's going to have nearly as uh, um, influential role in Mandalorian society. I think he's so, just going to... I think it'll be a cameo for like an episode. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. He's not going to play a role. Right. He'll like either show up with the Mandalorians for one episode or he'll show up and coincidentally also be running the same bounty as um, as Jen. And right. Then, be like Bo-Katan and Rebels where he just uh, he, they just give him the Darksaber. The upstairs right. closet. Mm-hmm. Precisely. I, sixth, I concur. Sixth show title. Nick gets lost in the upstairs closet. <laughs> That's good. There's a lot. There's a lot of stimuli that I have to deal with here. <laughs> uh, and then, really, the last bit of news: uh, uh, Gen Con. Uh, oh yeah. Another domino uh drops. I mean uh, canceled. Um this would be the first time if if this would be the first in five years for me, six years that I haven't been to Gen Con. Mm-hmm. Um the first Rob, in a decade for me. This is the first in, in over ten years that you haven't been to Gen Con. It's uh I mean it's the right call. Yes, for sure. Um yeah. I think in our text chain, you know, con crud is already bad enough. Yeah. What could go I, wrong, though, really, with 60,000? Yeah, there's 60,000 of them, and 15,000 of them don't shower for the four days they're in Indy. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you imagine that hedonistic sweat pit. Oh, uh, God. This year. Uh, oh, Tiki Bob's. 
I just couldn't. Rona possibly. hut. Oh God. When that bachelorette bombs. party walked in and all of us turned around and said, like, no, go, run away. <laughs> Man, if I ever shop first though. <laughs> a Tex Mex restaurant, it's definitely gonna be Corona Bob's. Yeah, Uncle Odor over here with his AK forty seven stories. Yeah. I just God. put I just put my nephew on the four wheeler and I put my wife's titties in his face and he just chews tobacco with the guns. Like, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, Maybe man. stick to Hodor, Hodor. <laughs> yeah. Just be you, fucking just be guy. You were fun to drink with till you started talking. Yeah. Yeah. You were neat when we recognized <laughs> you were the guy who could sell us pauldrons. <laughs> but then you started Yikes. telling us about fucking... A man's uncle should teach him two things, how to drive and how to shoot a gun. Yeah. Now let me tell you about this story of fucking knocking off a bank. Like, what? Huh? Yeah, yep. That was the second half of the first half of yeah. that night. It was a powerful evening. Powerful. We had Oof. we had passes to the inflatable hot tub room. Mm. There are and times when I regret not going back there, but most of the time I don't. I was getting ready to say there's another hour. I mean, just to see the things we would have seen, I think it would have been worth going back there to poke our head in. Yeah. Nah, I'm, I'm from a distance. Like I'm a Hutties pleasure barge. I heard. <laughs> like a yes. It's yeah. It's a, it was uh it was it was all the bad things about Chuck E. Cheese. Yes, and ironically, so, I think so Andrew the Mouse like, was there. So it's sort of like going to a Chuck E. Cheese, is what you're telling Add me. Add inflatable hot tubs. Adults. So imagine like how wet that room is. Oh God, that's so like like a poorly ventilated, <laughs> like they put like two inflatable hot tubs in the green room, and had it packed with people who had. It's because the primordial dwarf that runs the show gave us a fucking flyer to fucking give us access the part, to the hot tub room. Primordial, primordial dwarf. <laughs> the primordial dwarf, yeah, who won oh the fucking... Oh, my God. Yeah, he ran the leather hut. Yeah, he looks like a syphilitic fievel. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> now I'm awake. <laughs> God damn it. God, that's fantastic. <laughs> right in the middle of a fucking one big rip. Oh, shucks. <laughs> fucking Joe dropped syphilitic fievel on me. That's a, that's a good one. Oh, my God. That was, that was wonderful. Life-changing, even. This is a whole part of Aquaman I haven't seen yet. Um, there Any was ever? like, there was like ATSTs. Neat. Those okay. were in Star Wars. Yes. Uh, these were at the, these were at the shitty Gen Con bar. Yeah. No. Yeah. Nick, right I, there can in the only, I can only fucking imagine. <laughs> I'm honestly surprised there wasn't a, a, a woman there working for, what is it? Cosplay deviance dressed mm-hmm. as like a sexy ATST. What? Uh, let's go around the room. What would have been how, something? How do, you, how do you sexy that up, Joe? I <laughs> assume you just have like the the head parts would be on your torso, and then you'd have like <sighs> leg pieces, and then like arms that are. Remind guns. me to never ever let you direct or choose the porn that comes into my possession. Can you can you ever? think of something that would have been ever? At that sex party. All right, so we're going to put the the head parts in the middle part. COVID-17. Well, that would have made it it worse, or that would have been something that you wouldn't be shocked to have seen? That would have been something I wouldn't have been shocked to have seen. Rob, what's something that you would have seen there that had been like, that may as well happen? No, I'm kidding. That's an excellent question. Um, I want to say something with body shots and onion rings, but I'm not sure oh, how that goes together yet. Huh. It's one of the more, yeah, 
that's probably, that's probably in your top. That's in your top seven, I think. Yeah, those would be some deep body shots. I was, going to, I was going to see a uh, say a delicatessen, <laughs> like huh. a good Jewish deli. There's yeah. a lot of room for error. Some sweaty meat. The onion rings. That's what I'm thinking. Like, if I'd have looked over and somebody was like mayonnaising bread, I'd have been I'm like, you know, I'd have been I'd like, be like, they were. <laughs> Zing! <laughs> they were. Uh, there was that one guy dressed as the uh, what is it? The mountaineer from Pokemon who has the Geo Dude. Yes, rubbing his peen through his uh, cargo shorts. <laughs> he was the dude was just staring. He was what are you staring talking at about. He was fucking staring at the broad on the pole, openly and blatantly, just palming the length of his shaft through his mm. cargo shorts. Praise be. Yeah. Uh huh. That happened while like I'm, Benny I'm Benazi played out on this one. Oh yeah, yeah. You're better off for it. It was something else. Something. It was, <laughs> it was fucking. If, here's actual a real thing that I wouldn't be surprised to have seen there. <laughs> If there had been a six-breasted succubus consuming the flesh of some of these men, uh-uh. I wouldn't be surprised to see it. I wouldn't have either. <laughs> I can't. I can't compete. <laughs> I wish Nick. I wish you were there so hard. Unreal. It was unreal. It, it was like unreal. the uh, the fight. scene in Three Hundred where the uh, hunchback goes into the uh yeah. the arm of, of Xerxes. Yes. It was like it was that. a lot like that. I, I even think that music was playing. Yes. And I remember saying like, <laughs> so what are we doing tonight? <laughs> and we was like, well we could go to that we could go to that like uh we got like backstage passes to a private party. Let's go to that. <laughs> we walk into that shit show. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> a lot of velvet. I think even the music was playing. Ah. Fuck yeah. It All was right. weird, man. Yeah. It's it was an experience. Straight sensory overload. If there was a like a low country boil going on. Like if somebody was pouring old bay into some like corn water. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have thought twice. But would you have eaten it? No, fuck no. What was weirder, guys? That party or like the third floor Cirque du Soleil rave? Mm. Oh, the, the Tiki Bobs for me. I'll ba- I mean, I'll back your play there. It was Tiki Bobs. No. Yeah, that was- no one was openly masturbating. At right. The- that's exactly start to soleil rave. Also, Not there was like it, there was you could get away from the rave. You could go into the quiet part of the bar. Yeah, there was like a nice. This side is for circus goths, and this side is for regular people. <laughs> <laughs> this side is for circus. <laughs> That's very Portlandia of you. Thank you. Uh, Nick, what are you geeking on this week? Oh man, hard, hard transition. Um, I I don't have conventional geekery. I don't think. Uh, What's your unconventional geekery? I would say my my unconventional geekery for of late, not sexy, but probably uh, real estate. Can I, can that be a thing? One, I, I think so. It's real sexy. It's not, but we've been just eyeballs deep in some property acquisition that finally we finally resolved uh, very recently. So that's been taking up a huge piece of time um, that could, I suppose, have been spent on more conventional geek related things. But a relief to be through that uh, portion and onto the. Uh, hopefully fun part of it but so yeah that's what we've been doing pretty intensely for the last many months but the last couple of weeks especially it's been really really amped ramped up so 
Um, maybe fun. between that and then the digital school year ending, I might have some more time to myself to do things coming up. Stay tuned. Nice. That might be interesting. But digital school year might be on my next fake band list. Mm. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, uh, speaking of that, we should. I, I'll, uh, I'll post the updates <clears throat> here shortly. Yeah, no, I, real, no real surprises. A lot of the high chalky going through. Yeah, chalky. but we actually we seated ourselves pretty well. Oh, nice. So, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited to see where uh, where the people take us. Joe, how well, about you? What have you been? It'll be fun. What have you been geeking on? I uh, had somehow managed. I, I think just because time doesn't exist right now, uh, I had forgotten that. Shira was going to have its final season come out last week, and so I finally watched that this week, and it was uh, it was all right. It wasn't as good as I wanted it to be. Could you pronounce Um, it again? Shira. (laughs) Is that like watermelons? You how do you you say it? Shira. Is that? I don't know the difference between what you said and what I said. You put three more A's in it. And, and the, the emphasis is on a different part of the word. Say it again. She-ra. Yeah, your emphasis is on the she. Oh. <laughs> that's how they say it in the show. Uh, that's that I've fun. been watching. But anyway, it was it was it was fine. It was pretty good. Um it was interesting to watch something as uh basically as a straight white male that it wasn't made for me. Nope, and so uh, as as the season went on, it got progressively gayer. And I was like, oh, cool. This is different. Uh, I can't connect to this in a way that I would normally connect to this. Nope. And uh, that was an interesting experience for me. Um, but it was really good and it was really well done. And I, I thought that they uh, they wrapped it up well, although my uh, my OTP, uh, my one true pairing for for Catra didn't work out because uh, she didn't end up with who I wanted her to end up with. I don't want to. Spoil um, I believe they have, uh, in the similar vein of artwork and everything, they have a He-Man coming out. A He-Man. I can't wait. I'm so excited yeah. for that. At this point, DreamWorks, I think, is is killing it on Netflix with with children's programming, especially stuff that was like from the '80s. I really enjoyed Voltron. I've really enjoyed She-Ra. I'm looking forward to to He-Man now. Shira. So I'm gonna say how I say it. <laughs> For the honor of Grace School. Yep, I hear you. Uh Ryan, what have you been geeking on this week? Oh man, I uh I sprayed my yard, guys. Ooh. It's exciting. I don't have any dandelions anymore. Feeling really good about that. I uh, got a really good mow in and I got a striping kit coming in for behind the mower so I could be able to make some nice, crisp, multicolored zebra stripes. Really, nice. looking, really looking forward to my uh, really looking forward to a three day weekend of a lot of yard. That's a that's a sentence I never thought I'd hear you say. Ever. I'm not um, sure I buy it, but I, I like it. No, I got a lot of uh, a lot of my trees are growing up and I got to do some some tree maintenance. So I'm looking forward to that. And I think, I think is your I'll landscape be crew not off for the holiday. Uh, yeah, I, I don't have a landscape crew. Why? Per se. Hmm. Per se. But we are, uh, going to my brother-in-law's, I think, and he's got a bunch of mature, uh, tulip trees and apple trees and pear trees that he's getting rid of. And we got one of those cool machines that like unearths the, around the tree and picks it up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it takes those the whole are so root. cool. Yep. So we're going to go get probably 10, 10 year old trees. Oh, that'll be nice. Why is yeah. he getting rid of them? He's building, the, he bought like a apple orchard slash like uh, forest place. And he's clearing out some trees for a house. Which one is this? Jeremy. Natalie's brother. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, looking forward to three days of yard maintenance. I, I've been, uh, I've been, I've been kind of geeking on my yard nice. with it being Tis nice. the out. time. Mm-hmm. I look forward to having a yard someday. 
I need to grow more things in it. Oh, and I made fried rice. Made fried rice, and it really turned out well. And I'm very nice. Uh, Rob, how about yourself? I'm not used to going third to last. Right. Um, well, I have been geeking on uh, a lot of the Theros material that's getting ready to come out for the new Dungeons and Dragons um, um, campaign setting. Uh, I am in the process of running it again, uh, run, running a game for some of my um, old roommates. So it's been really cool to do something that's very like Bronze Agey and. Um, um, like Grecian inspired and uh, gods, myth, uh, heroes, and monsters, and that kind of thing. So um, that and um, and going through and reading the Iliad and Odyssey again. It's been really cool. It's been a while since I've touched up on my Hellenistic and classical Greece um, history. So nice. it's been very cool. Deep in the Ambrosia, indeed. Wow, a wow. late a late show title. <laughs> you may have to make like a, a backlog for coming weeks to get us through the lean times. I have been keeping track of this season's lists, so we will be able to go <laughs> through bracket. at the end of the year to uh, we that'll be a fun bracket too. The unused show titles. Oh yeah. At some point, we said boisterous Lenny Dykstra fart. Just throwing <laughs> that out there. What? <laughs> when did I miss that? I don't know, but it's on my list somewhere. It's outstanding. Yeah. Um, if you liked this fun and factual and semi-factual filled episode and you want to hear more of it, you can go to Patreon and give us uh, Kumrats. It's at the patreon.gcl.com, I think. Or gcl.patreon.com. I'm not sure which one. I, I think it's patreon.com slash live. Always the third option. That makes Wife, the Wi-Fi's law of white. <laughs> Wifey's law of white men. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I heard there. I, I meant to say. I, I meant to say so, US. Nope, nope, I meant nope, to say nope. USB. I, go with it. I don't know why uh, I said Wi-Fi instead of USB. Son of a buck. If you want our sweet merch, head over to gcl.threadless.com. Get yourself a shirt with Rob's face on it. Give us five stars, like us, subscribe uh, on the iTunes and other places where you listen to podcasts. Give us five stars. We'll have Cartoon Joe call you and set your voicemail while putting weird emphasis on odd syllables. In I will do that. Was that at gcl.threadless.com? It was. I believe it was gcl.threadless.com. That makes sense. gcl.threadless.com. Uh, Tell us in your review what you wouldn't be surprised to find at the Tiki Bob's Hedonism Den. <laughs> That's for Daniel. Just, just <laughs> hot water. <laughs> Boiled milk. Okay, bye. <laughs> like just the, just with the, warm milk bottles. Yeah. Well, we're like with, with this, just bottles of the skin that forms on yeah, milk when you like, either get it too hot. Like pudding skin art. The denatured protein of whey. <laughs> Who are you? The denatured protein of whey. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Call your grandparents. Stay safe. Bye. Hey there, everybody. Nico here from the GeekCast Live podcast. We, as always, want to take a minute to give a tremendous thanks, a sincere thanks, and shout out to all of our patrons, uh, sponsors, and supporters. Without you guys, this train wreck couldn't happen. So uh, thank you. Especially the one and only Mama Bear, the one and only Poly Nerds, Brandon Rust, old Pistol Pete DeCilio, Stewie from Queens, Jesse G. Letourneau, Lada Bartova, Danger Johnson, Darnell Savage, Dave the Fish, Christian Ramos, Davos Seaworth, 
Big time Timmy Jim, Rob from Boston, uh, Alicia McGuire, the old K-Man, and uh, Six Finger Emily. You guys absolutely rock. Check this.